Welcome to Health System CIO's podcast interview with Dustin Hufford, SVP and CIO at Cooper University Healthcare, an academic medical center located in Camden, New Jersey. In part one, Hufford talks about his team's strategy when it comes to Epic upgrades, why they've decided to convert their operating model to an agile framework, and how he hopes flipping IT governance on its head will produce better results. So the first thing, I just want to get a little bit of very high-level information about Cooper University Healthcare, um, you know, where you're located, what you have in terms of hospitals, things like that. So Cooper, our headquarters are in Camden, New Jersey, right across the river from Philadelphia. It's actually where our hospital is as well. We're a single facility system, uh, just over 600 beds, academic tertiary care center. And uh, we have somewhere around 120 uh, ambulatory locations as well, and that includes urgent cares, laboratory locations, and then uh, ambulatory clinics spread all over South Jersey. Uh, but we're, we're the level one trauma center for South Jersey, and we're actually one of the busiest ones in the entire region because of that. Uh, we're the only yeah. level one trauma designated in South Jersey. And our medical school is partnered with uh, Rowan University. Okay fairly new arrangement uh, within the last 10 years. So our first graduating class, it was only a couple years ago, growing since then, but we're, we're really just trying to build up our research infrastructure along with that um, to strengthen our programs, but it's grown really fast. We have quite a few residents and staff at this point. Okay. Yeah, I figure that's something that's really going to be a game changer once it's had a couple of years to start getting more of them into the rotation. That seems like that'll really be a difference maker. Yeah, definitely. We have goals around like how many we convert into full-time employees, you know, after they're done with their medical school uh, stint. So it's a good feeder for our programs and the academic mission definitely helps us be innovative, if you will, with uh, our clinical delivery. It's good. Yeah. Okay. And as far as the systems, do you, you have Epic in the hospitals and practices? How does that look right now? Correct. Yeah, we're Epic across the board. The only two systems that we haven't converted over to Epic yet uh, that could be our um, lab and cardiology. Otherwise, the rest is all all Epic. Is there any plans for any upgrades? Or I know that there's always uh, updates when it comes to Epic, but what does that look like in the near future? We try to stick with their quarterly upgrade schedule mm -hmm. as much as possible. So we do, we're, right now we're on an every six month cycle. So we do two quarterlies at a time. And we've got a good rotation on that now. So every six months, we're um, pulling up two quarterly updates. They've yeah. been pretty smooth lately. It's been, um, they've done a good job debugging and all that good stuff because we, we pulled up with very few errors at this point. Uh, it's almost like a non-event at this point when you pull it up. Yeah, which is what you want. <laughs> so that's good. Yeah, definitely. It wasn't always <laughs> like that, but recently it's been, uh, it's been knock on wood, uh, yeah. pretty stable. Okay, so at this point, what do you consider to be really the core objectives in terms of, uh, you know, ITIS? So coming out of the pandemic, we took a lot of time last year to focus on our strategy for technology. So the mm -hmm. first quarter last year, we did a general overall IT strategy, and born out of that was uh, our digital transformation strategy. So there's a couple key pillars to the, to the IT strategy. One was strengthening our foundation. And really, that had a lot to do with staffing, uh, our staffing complement. We were pretty understaffed compared to our peers, our size and revenue. 
so we built that into our plan over the next couple of years to basically get us to the point where we should have been a few years ago. So that puts us a little behind on things like taking features and upgrades or epic upgrades, keeping some of our departmental systems up to date. The strategy really addresses all that in terms of getting the staffing where it needs to be, catching up some of those systems. And then also on the roadmap is really looking at our overall portfolio. So I mentioned some some areas that we haven't cut over to Epic, so they're in the plan now uh, to get at least cardiology over to Epic. Um, lab will come pretty far down the road just because it's a really expensive, large project that's going to be a capital drain. <laughs> so yeah, uh, we want to be innovative in the next couple of years to keep up with kind of what's going on in the market. So it doesn't really make sense to cut lab at this point. Right. But anyway, so foundation was one of the pillars and then the digital strategy, uh, one of the other pillars. I've been focusing a lot of my time on that. So building out, again, the staffing infrastructure, uh, there's a lot of new roles and, and capabilities that we need to harness uh, digital. And then through the strategy, just really trying to focus on our op- operating model as well. So this year, we're planning to basically convert the entire IT operating model over to Agile framework. So so Agile Scrum. We've cut over five teams so far. We are running it like a traditional Agile model where we have product owner uh, that's staffed from outside of IT. It takes up 50% of their time to basically you know, help us with the road mapping uh, and really lead the team through, through the transformation exercises. Um, so five teams up so far uh, focusing on a lot of the things that you'll see other health systems focusing on. So like access is one of the teams. Uh, mm-hmm. focusing on how to streamline the access to care into Cooper. So that includes things like, you know, omni-channel communication with our contact center uh, and first call resolution, the contact center. And then, you know, how do you basically make sure that people get to the right spot the first time as much as mm-hmm. possible? Uh, so we're not bouncing people around all over the system until they get what they need. Yeah. Stuff like that. Things like online scheduling are obviously in their bucket, but we're thinking about it a little differently now. We're trying to think about our agile teams in terms of journey mapping, patient experience and the physician experience and our own staff. How do we make that as smooth as possible uh, using digital tools kind of inside and out? Okay. That's really the focus. And then we've got some big things going on, like replacing our PAC system. We're also switching out our ERP right now. We're going from Lawson version 10 to Infor Cloud Suite. <laughs> That's a pretty massive project as well. And <laughs> yeah. uh, kind of transformative across the board because these older ERPs in healthcare that have been around for a long time have not really kept up for the time. So, <laughs> Yeah, that's a common theme we're hearing. But getting back to Agile, can you talk about what it's going to take to convert to this framework and, and what appeals to you about it? Um, there's a lot of change management involved, obviously, with moving to Agile, but mm-hmm. we're trying to learn from the lessons of the pandemic. And, and one of the things that kept coming up not just within IT, but sort of all around the health system, was when everybody was focused on something and it was their core mission, things happened quickly, decisions happened quickly, and you were able to implement things that would have taken you know months or years to do in just really short time frames. Like yeah. I think every health system you probably interviewed recently has said, oh, we brought up virtual care in four days. Well, yeah, you had to. So like everybody right. you know, <laughs> dropped everything else and they're like, all right, we got to bring this up. So you know, everybody's eyeballs were on it. If a decision needed to be made, you know, there was multiple calls happening a day to get those decisions. Uh, yeah. And you were able to move forward quickly. And that's that's really what we're trying to harness into the future is, you know, how do we get that level of focus, attention? And we think Agile is the way to do that. And it also solves a lot of the problems with governance of IT projects. 
I'm sure you've heard of other people's struggles in this area. People like to give presentations at conferences about governance, and then when you pull back the covers or, uh, or you know, peel the onion, you find that, okay, they, they made some pretty graphs and, <laughs> yeah. and charts, but, but they're not really governing because it still comes down to whoever screams the loudest gets whatever they want, right? So, right. or somebody has a budget, you know, for software and they get it pushed through legal and everyone notices the very last second and it still moves forward and, and you're caught with an implementation that you didn't plan for. So this sort of flips that all over and says, okay, well, you are actually responsible for you mean the product owners are responsible for, you know, the order in which we do things, but you'll have a clear schedule that you can communicate to the rest of the organization. They can come talk to you and negotiate with you about the schedule, but that's the only matter to get work done, right? It's in these really fast acting teams that are focused on, you know, whatever's on their plate at that moment. So, yeah, um, but change management is a big part of that because our staff, we're still working through it with our own staff and ITs. They think something's going to happen to their old job. And it's scary, right? Because they're used to supporting right. like an epic module. And now you're talking about cross-functional teams where they're going to have to look at things outside the world that they typically did. And for some reason, we think we've gotten even comments that people think they're going to get laid off. And we're like, well, how, how could you think that we're staffing up <laughs> big time over the next couple of years? And it's just right. take time to get folks to understand what we're trying to do and should be a good thing for their career. Uh, not yeah. should be, it will be a good thing for their career to have that type of broad cross-functional knowledge and understanding of, of how the business works, right? right. So that's our thought process. Yeah. We'll there. Change is just scary. I, I don't think there's any way around it. Yeah. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.